Hey, it's another version of something to talk about. And as always, she is still Vaughn. And he's still Stuart. And we are here again. And we are here again with you on a Friday. But we want you to mark on your calendar that as of the 18th of, of this month, that's the third week of the month, we won't be on Friday that week. We're going to be on Wednesday. And every Wednesday after that, we are moving up to hump day. And our show is going to be every Wednesday, again, at 11 o'clock in the morning, right here on KVGI Media. Um, we'll be just as excited to be with you on Wednesdays as we have been on Fridays for nearly five years. <laughs> right? Nearly, nearly five? Yeah, nearly five. Four to, four to five years we've been together. Man, I can't believe I've known you that long. <laughs> I can't either. And we're... <laughs> And we and we're not mad at each other either. Well, we we play nicely in the sandbox. It's been a good marriage. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Phil, Phil and Lauren would agree. That that's right. That's right. I'm, and you I'm, know what? the The nice thing is that for at least one hour every week, Phil and Lauren have peace and quiet in their lives, and they can do whatever they want because they know that the two of us are tied up for an hour. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yep. Well, Phil is um, Phil's actually working. You know, he's still working from home. Um, does he have an office and all that he goes into occasionally? He does. Unfortunately, the way our office is designed, it's two French glass doors. So he's in there and the doors are shut, but we can still see each other if I'm in a certain part of the house. So I, I get the occasional... Hey, can you make me a sandwich? Can you, I'm on the phone. Can you make me a, can oh. you get me a Coke or something? So there's always a little waving here and there. And Oh, so he's taking sign language. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think he'll be, <laughs> exactly. I, I, I think uh, he'll be working remotely for a while. And, and uh, anyway, and their company has no uh, uh, near future plans of uh, going back into the office anytime soon. So, which is fine. He can get his work done from here. And in fact, he has even said he gets more work done when he works from home because he doesn't have the commute and he doesn't have the interruptions that sometimes yeah. an office environment can, can bring. And so, yeah, it's, it's fine. He, he, he enjoys it. Um, but well, we're, my, we're my friend Jeremy is, yeah, Jer- Jeremy is pretty much the same way. He also has an office in his home. Uh, he does, however, go to his, his physical office a couple of days a week. Uh, uh-huh. uh, because each one of the offices is a separate glass cubicle uh, and all closed in, so they have that that proper social distancing. But they go a couple couple times a week because they have uh, inner office confer- uh, uh, you know um, conferences yeah. uh, and all. But but other than that, he's doing all of his his work from home. Uh, sometimes he'll get into a three or four hour uh, virtual meeting uh, that, that you know and. Everybody else, stay away from the office uh, for yeah. that time. 
Right. But uh, but I, a lot of a lot of companies are that way, and uh, and some some people do go into their physical offices occasionally, but for the most part, they are still still working remotely. Right. Well, and, and um, everybody's having to make modifications um, to their to their uh, you know working schedule and uh, where where they go, when they go, and whatnot. And um, you know, so so much of our our life really has been just we've had to just be creative in terms of how we lead as much of a normal life as possible and still stay safe, you know, stay safe and, and careful with, 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 with COVID and all that and the restrictions that have, that have been put in place. And um, we found it interesting, you and I, to think about uh, uh, not necessarily people who, who are working, um, but even those that do a lot of volunteering in our communities and gave a little thought to what are, what are they doing during these times to continue um, meeting the needs of, of so many organizations that need support, whether it's uh, through donations or financial donations right. or actual face-to-face, -face, some kind of face-to-face -face support. Um, what, are, what are they doing during these times to continue these efforts and stay safe um, at the same time? Um, well, that that's the that's the beauty of our show, and that is that we we you know you know, go text each other each week uh, as to what we're going to talk about, and, and Lord knows we've spent a lot of time on COVID from a, a lot of different aspects. We we spent a, a show talking about how it's affect the educational system. Uh, we've talked about uh, uh, specifically restaurant tours that depend on, on people walking through their doors and ordering food and, and eating food and the effect that it's had on their, on their, their help. Uh, we've talked about uh, small businesses, um, you know, the, the soft goods businesses. Uh, and the, the one area that we, we kind of have just kind of fluffed over and all, and that's why we wanted to talk a little more about it today was the nonprofit area, because, you know, we all over the years, all many of us have our own favorite nonprofits, and then there's always those little little extras. But nonprofits, the word says it all. They are not in business to turn a profit. They are in business to collect money and collect funds in order to help those that that nonprofit represents. Well. If you cut off that stream, let's let's take cancer for for an example. If the money that you raise every year, be it from golf tournaments or from fashion shows or or just something telethons, the money that you raise is to go help cancer patients get their treatments, go to their doctors. Uh, if that's what you're in business for, and all of a sudden COVID says, a you can't go out. B, maybe you're going to be on furlough for a while, or you know your 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 money is is being being trimmed. Uh, that means less people are giving. Well, the need is still there, but that that ability for the nonprofits to help those people all of a sudden gets hurt. You know what do you, what do you do? And and obviously some nonprofits are closing their doors. Some nonprofits are saying, hey, we got to do something. And there's other nonprofits that have already sat down and said, wait a minute, 
This all started in February and March, and by April, they had new plans in effect of what they're going to do in order to raise those funds that they need. And yeah, that- and, and not only is it, I mean, you're, you're exactly right. There are a lot of non well, there are hundreds and thousands of nonprofits thousands out there that, that still conti- obviously continue to need support, whether it's financial or, like I said, face-to-face support. For example, um, you know, el- uh, elderly assistant, assisted living uh, areas, they, they, they often times have um, volunteers come through and uh, work with the, the uh, residents in some way, whether it's just, um, you know, keeping them company or taking them grocery shopping or, um, you know, whatever the need might be. But they've had to completely stop that. Obviously, they're at great, they're high risk and you can't have that face to face. But and then there are other organizations. Um, uh, obviously, there are, you know, shelters. Um, women's shelters. Um, they have their children with them. Oftentimes there are animal shelters, uh, Ronald McDonald house, for example. Um, they've got families coming through that stay there. If they have a family member, you know, in a long stay, uh, uh, at a hospital nearby there, there are places that obviously still maintain a great need for these volunteers to actually come in. If, if the, if the purpose of the nonprofit uh, in was to get funds donated. That is a, an easy thing to continue doing. It's the face to face where they've had to become a little more creative in terms of how they allow the volunteers to continue working with their organization, but stay, you know, follow the restrictions and the guidelines of COVID and stay safe. Um, in most of these nonprofits, if you go on online and look, whatever nonprofit it is that you have been volunteering for or would like to volunteer for, they actually have COVID kind of new guidelines and they'll walk you through how you can continue to be a volunteer for their organization and stay safe at the same time. Um, Some of these organizations even still allow the face-to-face if you feel comfortable coming uh, and being physically present to do whatever it is that we need, you know, to do whatever volunteering they need. Um, right. You, you can, they've done, they've designed ways that you could do that where you are social distance, you're wearing a mask and you're still able to do it. If you're comfortable even getting out to do it, if you're not, then they have, they have a list of things that you can do for their organization um, that they, that will still meet their needs and keep you uh, safe. And at the same time, and I've, I noticed that a lot of organizations have gone online and put their co- their new kind of COVID nineteen guidelines for volunteering, um, and so it's it's it they've made it easier for the volunteer to l- learn how they can continue to volunteer and stay safe at the same time. Yeah, you know, and and, and to your point, I think one of one of the 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 primary uh, uh, nonprofits that's exactly what you're talking about is your, your like food pantries or your, your, uh, uh, those, those that have, have set up, uh, feed, feed the, the, the homeless, uh, where, where the homeless used to go and get a hot meal, uh, and, and the volunteers would be there scooping out the food and putting it on, on, on trays and all for them to sit down and, and, and eat, what they've done is a lot of them are prepare, pre-preparing packages of food, either hot food or, or you know, 
uh, uh, dry goods and prepackaging and then having a drive-through. And the people that are in need will come through and they simply hand a bag full of food to the recipients. And that's that's part of that having to change change the, your program to fit the need because the need is still there. The people are still hungry. The people are still homeless and displaced and they still need that help. It's a matter of how do you now get that help to them? And right. then instead of having all those volunteers coming down to cook the food and serve it and all, now you have to have those volunteers that are collecting the funds in order to buy the food or come down to a, you know, a, a socially distanced area in order to to prepare it and package it and all for distribution. Uh, I know one of, the, one of the nonprofits that you work with, uh, uh, Fast Packs, uh, is is doing that. The schools are closed, but there's still a need to feed uh, that that population that doesn't have enough food. And while those kids were getting meals in school, now they are not getting those meals. So there's an even greater need for programs like that now than there even was before the, the pandemic. Yeah, there are for sure too, because people have, and there are more people in those situations now, uh, even more people now, just due to the fact that people have lost their jobs during all this time, businesses obviously have been closing. And so there are more families in need of, um, donations, uh, like specifically food donations and other types of donations. Those types of volunteer um, efforts, I think, would be a fairly easy uh, kind of fix um, because you can you can drop things off safely and keep social distance, um, keep, you know, keep your social distance. So it's those types of things that I are organizations that I I would believe are are, are still maintaining uh their their fundraising efforts and their donations and their and things like that because you can do you can continue the, that type of volunteering and, and stay safe um the inner the interacting um i know that i used to be a member of the national charity league and that is an organization made up of mothers and their daughters who volunteer together in the community and um they they work with uh, multiple nonprofit organizations across the country. Um, a lot of the volunteering that they do is interactive. Um, it's um, it's it's uh, going to like I said the Ronald McDonald House um, and interacting with the families of the patients and making making meals for them on site. Um, Shoes for orphan souls, where you actually go to the facility. And you you uh, you kind of uh, assemble packages of shoes and and things like that, and you're working together almost in an assembly line type uh, you know environment. Um, those that's just to give you a couple examples how that type of volunteering is is interactive. Um, uh, but they've they've been they I talked to the president of the of the, our local chapter here yesterday, and she said we're just having to think outside the box a little more right now in terms of how we continue to provide our services and keep our girls and mothers safe at the same time. And they just had to kind of get together and be a little bit more creative in how they do it. Ronald McDonald House, for example, instead of making meals on site, they're making meals off site and they're catering instead. There's not exactly, there's not a lot of interaction right now um, with the families because you can't. And uh, 
shoes for orphan souls instead of going to the warehouse they had a shoe drive and so they had shoes donated and brought in that they delivered so it, it's it's it i think that what i like to hear is just that it's 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 a it's a discussion that's being had and uh these these groups of volunteers are recognizing that they need to continue to volunteer now more than ever, but they just have to like be creative. Well, first of all, the first step really is to talk to, to your whatever nonprofit organization you, you're volunteering for. Cause a lot of them have, have put together their, their new guidelines and whatnot and have pretty much written out for you how you can continue to volunteer and meet their needs. And, and, um, and so most most businesses have or organizations have, have that in place already. But if not, you as the volunteer can come up with your own kind of creative ways, find out what the organization's needs are and come up with your your like she said, the president of NCL, think outside the box. What right. can how can you meet if if it's a cash donation, that's pretty easy. If it's a food donation, you can drop it off in individual packages, like you said. Um, but if it's more of an interactive thing. Maybe it's something that can be held outdoors. Um, I know for uh, another thing that they did at a, a National Charity League here in CL, they oftentimes would go to local senior citizen air, uh, you know, facilities and they would, they would play games with them. They would play bingo and whatnot. They would do paint nails. Um, they would just interact because it's so important to have that interaction. And, and right now it's so devastating that so many of our elderly you know, people are alone right now, just alone. And, and you can imagine how that has such a negative impact on just their mental state. Well, they've been going and, 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 uh, uh, chalking, you know, with the sidewalk chalk, they've been putting messages, positive messages in sidewalk chalk outside the facility. And when they leave, they're letting the patients or the residents or whatever kind of go out with their masks on, look at the, look at the messages that have been left for them. Um, so, they're just really, everybody is just trying to come up with, you know, just be creative and, and still try to meet the needs of, of these, of these nonprofits across the country. Yeah. You know, and that, that's one of the points that I wanted to make is that the, the, the need has not lessened. In fact, in many cases, some of the needs are even greater than that, than they right. were prior to the pandemic. It's just a matter that wherever you live in the, in, in, around the country, and I'll find out where some of those needs are and see what you can do to help, whether you can physically help, maybe you can financially help a little bit uh, because we can all go online and donate to some of these organizations. Uh, the, the, largest, the largest increase in people that are now Zooming for, for you know, socializing is the senior population. There's lots of, 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 of retirement communities that are teaching seniors how to Zoom so that they can sit in their homes and be in touch with their families, also be in touch with their friends. Uh, in, in some cases, I saw they're playing cards uh, virtually. They're doing games virtually. They're having lectures uh, where they would all have to go into a room at their retirement facility and then bring a guest lecturer in to talk to them for an hour. They've eliminated even that social distancing for that and taught everybody how to Zoom so you can now get the speaker 
to talk to a group of 60, 80, 100 people virtually and everybody's safe. So it's, it's a matter of not saying let's just postpone it for a year until this is over. Uh, it's a matter of saying we, we need to keep doing these things now and, and doing it a little differently. Absolutely. And you're right about the computer. Our computer right now is our best friend because it can bring us together via Zoom, like you said, one-on-one, uh, -on -one, or you can actually, I know my neighbor had a law uh, event uh, via Zoom. Uh, I believe they had some in person, maybe, um, I don't know how many people, but they were, uh, I think the panel was in person, but they were social distance wearing their masks. So the panel was in person, but then everybody else joined the event via Zoom and it was a fundraiser and very successful. But you're right about, you know, virtual interaction right now. It's um, It's been key in not only uh, like virtual fundraisers, there have been virtual fundraisers um, like that like that one, um, but then also just staying connected. Like you said, um, you know, getting people together on Zoom to play a game. I, I know that there's virtual bingo. I mean, uh, right. and, uh, so it, it is, I, I think it's, um, it's a, it's a blessing that we have, uh, the technology that we have right now, because it is very much supporting many needs, uh, especially during this time right now in, and one main need is to stay connected with other human beings. And so, um, it's it's uh it's something that I know has been utilized. Uh, they're they're doing it even uh you know through NCL um in, in some of their nonprofit organizations when they need to utilize when it needs to be interactive they're utilizing you know they're they're doing it virtually virtual volunteer. You could even go on and say say you want to uh, help them raise money. You can promote. Maybe you just take it upon yourself as a volunteer to promote the organization online and to make sure people remember that. You know, um, the um, I don't know, Operation Kindness, which is a, a, a homeless shelter for pets, for animals here in, in Dallas, Fort Worth area. Uh, maybe you go online and you, as a volunteer, you 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 put them out there. You put them on your Facebook page and you you remind people, hey, guys, Operation Kindness, they're in needs of they're in need of of, of 100 blankets uh, by this weekend or whatever you can you can you can volunteer in that way by just promoting these organizations and keeping them in front of people so that they know and remember, Hey, we have to remember that there are still many nonprofits out there that quite frankly could be in financial trouble right now, just because they're not getting the attention and the donations that they're used to getting. You can help in that regard. Virtually. Yeah, you, that, that, you know, you bring up a good point. You have to, you have to remember that a lot of these organizations that have physical locations they're not just an office that that's collecting money and then and then paying out money to help help people you mentioned shelters i mean the shelters are filled with animals that 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 need adoption and all but they still have to take care of those animals on a daily basis they have to feed them they have to care for them they have to maintain them and and there's a cost involved so yeah, if you can put on a mask and go down and spend a, a few hours uh, uh, holding an animal in your arms to to show it the love that it deserves, then then do that. There will be guidelines uh, uh, for the shelters. If you, if they don't don't match what you're looking for, then find another one. But the need is still there, and if not, again, maybe maybe you donate an extra ten dollars. 
for every, you know, 100 people that donate $10, you know, that's another $1,000 that they can have to feed the, the animals. And and this goes across the board. I, I, I was just thinking earlier about the 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 uh, uh, entertainment industry. My goodness, you know, this has been a, a, a huge smack to to the entertainment industry, both the visual as well as the art uh, type uh, industry. Concerts, you know, some some you know many many large concerts have been canceled, but even the smaller venues are closed. Well, a lot of entertainers are going online and doing virtual concerts. Mm-hmm. I have uh, some dear friends back in the Chicago area that are. Uh, uh, you know, folk singers and all. What are they doing? They're doing concerts from their living rooms, and 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 asking people to link in and listen. They'll play for an hour, and they'll say, "Listen, I just want to keep playing. I want to keep on singing. If you would like to donate, and all, just hit the donate button. And if you want to make a donation to, for, but it's it's not you know it's not required." It's right. just something that you can you can do, and I got a news for you. There's a lot of great entertainment out there that you can go online and you can make a twenty dollar donation or so to a group that you would normally spend fifty, sixty, seventy dollars for a seat in a venue, and then also pay twenty dollars to park your car. Now you can sit in the comfort of your own living room on your on your computer or or on your big screen. And watch that entertainment. So that you know, there's a, there's a trade-off there, and it's a matter of just reaching out. Google it. Yeah. Well, this you're is going right. on all over the country. And you're right about reaching out because you need to be the one to take the initiative to look for these organizations, and not just the nonprofit organizations like the obvious ones that we've been talking about. I right. mean, our, locally here, we've got the animal shelters and the women's shelters and all of that. And but then there are obviously the big ones, the national ones, American Heart. Um, Ronald McDonald. I, I mean, I, the list goes on and on, but you sure. know, most of them will outline for you uh, again, how you can volunteer uh, for their organization under these, under these certain life, life circumstances right now. But then you brought up a good point when you started talking about the entertainment kind of world. Um, that's something else that you forget. You tend, you have a tendency to forget about, I think, because there, there are the obvious nonprofits that need your support, but also then, you know, think about the museums, you, you know, local museums and, and art studios um, and uh, local um, music, like music, you were saying musicians and whatnot, right. and you, you independent artists, um, reach out because they're in great need right now. Think about the museums. We have, a, we have a local museum here in Frisco, as you know, that the heritage, that whole area over there. Um, they're in financial, you know, trouble right now just because they haven't been able to have people come through and whatnot. And there, there are ways again that you can um, go and 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 help them financially um, to, to to just keep them open um, during until we can until people can really start to get in and out and into the back into these places. Um, but you have to be the one to kind of go out there and and do it locally. It doesn't have to be a big national one, but do, go locally and see what. What's out there that really where, you know, places and businesses um, that might need your support right now. And 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 if they don't have kind of the COVID-19 new guidelines for volunteering and what they need, you can reach out to them, you know, and 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 ask the question, 
uh, you know, if it's if it's a local museum that you think that you'd like to support uh, and they don't have anything written or, or a website or whatnot, call them and ask them how what are your needs right now under the current circumstances? How can we how can we help and volunteer and support and provide um, on, uh, and, and stay safe at the same time? Well, you know, that, that that's true. And, and and some of these museums also have taken the time to to come up with a virtual tour and all. You can go in and and and, and they'll have a donate button and you, you donate $10 and they'll send you a link and you can go in and go on a virtual tour of the place. Uh, we attended a virtual auction, art auction, uh, about a month or so ago. Uh, because you couldn't go there to bid on on the artwork, so they had the artwork on um, uh, the, the the screen. You you signed up in advance for it, and then they were presenting the the, the works of art, and you could you could actually bid on the artwork virtually. Uh, there are a lot of avenues that are available if you seek them out, uh, yeah. and 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 you t- have to take advantage of it. And I encourage you to do it because. When we're talking about the uh, when we're talking about the arts, uh, wherever you are, large cities, small towns, uh, if there are some avenues to listen to music, to uh, look at art, to uh, attend lectures, uh, if there is a charge for it, it's usually a minimal charge, and a lot of them are doing it just to keep their their presence out there and it doesn't cost anything and if you really enjoyed it then turn around and maybe make a donation to 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 them for for doing that there's it, this is impacting an awful lot of this this not for profit you know uh, a segment uh, we briefly talked and 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 it's something to think about we're getting into the time of the year where people Every other year would start flocking to the malls, uh, you know, for all of the specials that they're going on in the stores, uh, in the malls. And at every entrance to those malls has been a volunteer with a little bell ringing with a, with a, with a bucket for you to drop your spare change and dollar bills in to help support the Salvation Army. A lot of the malls are either closed or they are operating at maybe 25% capacity. And the need is still there for, for you know nonprofits like the Salvation Army, but their coffers are going to be much thinner this year. So what's the option? Go on online to the Salvation Army. And if you normally drop five or five or ten dollars into those buckets make the donation online. Yeah, it'll make you it'll just make you feel better if you do. Yeah. And, and you're doing <laughs> the same it. thing. Yeah, it, it's not the same as actually saying thank you for for helping out and listening to the little bell ringing and all, but the bottom line is the same. It keeps them in business and it keeps them helping the people that really need those funds. Yeah. Absolutely. There are so many ways you can continue to still make your donations and and do your part in 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 helping um in helping your community and finding the it it it, it it's going to take maybe a little bit more effort on your part in terms of like kind of figuring out their new way um right now at least uh, during these times um but it's it might take a little more effort but it's not really that difficult and um i mean because i i kind of went went around when you and i decided to 
talk about this. And I went online and bounced around from nonprofit to nonprofit organization. And like I said, most of them kind of have it all outlined for you. Um, and uh, so it takes the thought process away um, and then you can just get get to action. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's it's important. And I think right now, probably people are 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 just in a, in a kind of a place where it's 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 hard to think outside your own home. It's hard to think. Right. You know, because you're we're also overwhelmed right now and burdened with with what's going on and how it's affecting us personally and, and affecting our family. And that's natural to, to feel that way and to think that way. Um, but uh, I think you'd be you'd be doing yourself a favor if you if you remember that um, it'll make you feel better, too, if you if you continue to look around you and uh, identify those are those around you who are in greater need and um, experiencing this situation in a, in a, in a way that's negatively affecting them greater than, than your, than you perhaps. Um, and, and certainly these organ nonprofit organizations, they're not going to go away. Um, and uh, so I don't know, it's, it's something that I think I, 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 is, is easy to do. Um, uh, and it'll, again, like I said, it'll make you feel good at the same time. Um, you know, you, you also said that if you, you know, a lot of us are uh, sequestered in our homes and we've got a little bit of extra time on our hands. Uh, and, and let's say you want to give one day a week to a nonprofit. Well, again, Google is your best friend. Google in there and say, you know, nonprofits that need help uh, in, in, in my area. And find out it may be a shelter, it may be a nonprofit. Uh, here in in North Texas, there's the Veterans Center uh, of North Texas. They they have been asking for people to give up four hours a week, one day a week, for a four hour shift to come in and and assist at the Veterans Center, uh, fielding uh, uh, phone calls, assisting veterans that walk in that need to use the computer to search for jobs and for shelter. Uh, you know, so it, again, it's controlled environment and, and all you can put on a mask and wear it and help out for four hours, one day a week. I mean, it's something that an awful lot of us that are listening to this show and have friends and family that say, you know, I am tired of sitting on my butt and just watching Netflix all day, every day that maybe I can go out and help a veterans organization, a food pantry for four hours a, a, a week. Call one of the local pantries and say, listen, I can give you one day a week for a, a full day or a half a day. And I'll, could you use some help? Oh, my gosh. They'll probably go down and kiss your feet for you just even asking. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, some, it's something that, that we as, as responsible human beings can do to help others. And that is by just reaching out and, and, and looking for it. And if you're not comfortable going out, there's so much that you can do, like you and I talked about virtually and even online. Like I, there are actually a, a, more than I would have thought online fundraisers uh, go, going on. I know the month of November, uh, it's, I think it's called, um, oh gosh, what's it called? Maybe I wrote it down. It's, uh, oh yeah, grow, oh yeah, I did. Grow a Mo. Have you ever heard of this? Grow a Mo for, for, Movember, for Movember. Grow a Mo for Movember. It's um, it's help. It's to help raise money for health projects to fight prostate cancer and testicular cancer. Um, 
And what it is, is I guess you're to grow a, a, a funny mustache and, you know, oh. be creative in how you grow your mustache during the month of November. And, and it raises money for, for those issues, those health issues. And I mean, that's online. I mean, if you very go online, creative. it's very creative. And I mean, I know that our, um, uh, uh, there, if you go online and look for, if you're not comfortable getting out and wearing the mask and interacting with people and whatnot, that's fair. Then th there are a, a lot of online fundraisers that you can participate in, um, still be a part of the, the, the fundraising efforts, um, from the comforts of your own home. Again, the computer on, is our best friend right now. <laughs> and uh, the zooming, the zooming is a great thing because, you know, I did a lot of volunteer work through the national charity league and, one thing I did a lot of was going over to the senior citizen center here in, in Frisco and um, inter I interacted with the uh, attended holiday parties and played games and whatnot. And uh, I just think it's devastating to think of those people right now in those facilities, not having that human kind of interaction, but with zoom, you can do it. You can, you can still and ask the facility if you've got a local uh, senior citizen center in your area, ask the facility, can we, do you have laptops? Do you have, do, do your residents have access to laptops or to computers or whatever? And, and see, and if they don't already have something in place, you be the one to bring it to them, uh, bring the idea to them. And, uh, just like you and I are looking face to face right now and chatting, you could do that with a resident who's locked indoors right now. That, that's right. And, and you know, also, if you know somebody, somebody plays piano, uh, you know, or somebody plays guitar and, and they are not going out and entertaining in, in, in venues, maybe you could hook them up with a, a senior a community and, and virtually go on and, and, and play some show tunes for, for a, a group of senior citizens that, that are, you know, they're normally spend a lot of time in their, in their rooms. And, and uh, uh, sometimes we'll go down to a common area for a happy hour or for a little entertainment, and they can't do that. But if they can go online and all in for an hour, listen to a, a, a pianist or a violinist or, you know, somebody playing music or even lecturing, just telling, telling jokes, telling stories. You should do that, Stuart. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 good, I, 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 I probably, I probably could. Uh, you're a good, you're a good storyteller, and you're a good joke teller. Maybe you should do that. There you go. <laughs> Something else for me to do with my spare time, huh? Yeah, but I know, but there are, but again, there again, the online fundraisers. There are a ton of them out there. Go, like you said, Google. Um, you know, I know here in our local community, we have, uh, we've had fundraisers for senior classes. Um, they'll do like drive, drive through, um, fundraisers, um, things outdoors. Uh, I mean, honestly, uh, what I'd like to believe is that, you know, maybe even nonprofits and, and volunteering will become a greater focus of people, um, understanding that perhaps the need could be even greater now than it was before. I think I came across uh, like in 2019, more than 77 0.4 million Americans volunteered for various nonprofits, um, which added up to, I think, 6.9 billion hours, 6.9 billion hours of service worth an estimated $167 billion. So that's what we did last year in 2019 in terms of volunteer work. 
I'd be very curious to see at the end of 2020. Well, it's not going to be uh, higher than those numbers for sure. But we'll be lucky if it's half of those numbers. If it's even half, but maybe, but maybe now where we are in this pandemic, maybe now people are able to kind of switch their focus a little bit and remember the need, the needs out there, and are going to address them even more so now than they would have had this. COVID never happened. So I'm being a hopeful thinker that in that, in that way, but hopefully that, because those are big numbers. Those are very big numbers and we, we don't want to see that go away. Well, and I, and I'm personally being creative too in, in this time, because anybody who follows my Facebook page, I, I just posted on my Facebook page that one month from now, I'm going to turn 75 years old. A lot of people have said, what are you going to do? You know, a year ago, a year ago, we started talking about having a party and inviting all of our family and friends to come to a, a big party. That ain't going to happen. Right. And several people said, well, what do you want for your birthday? And all, I don't want or need anything. So what I did was, and, and I invite anybody that's watching this show to go to my Facebook page. And all, what I'm saying is that anybody who knows me, I want a gift from you, but I want it a special way. What I want you to do is in honor of my 75th birthday, I want you to make a donation to your favorite charity. And then usually the charity will say it, send a notice out that says a, a donation has been made in honor of your 75th birthday uh, by so-and-so, and they send a card out. You can send that card to Stuart Sachs, P.O. Box 5444, Frisco, Texas, 75035. And my goal is I want at least 750 people to make a donation to any charity of your choice. And I want to get seven, at least 750 notices that donations have been made. Do the math. I think that's great. If you make a donation for $10, 750 people, we can raise $7,500 for donations. And it's not my donation, not my nonprofit. It's the, the nonprofit of your choice. So if it's to a shelter, if it's to a cancer foundation, if it's to the Salvation Army, if it's to a church organization, that's up to you. But hey, have fun with it. And, and and join me and do do something like that. Because, I think that's, I think that's a very uh, great thing you're doing, Stuart. Yeah, and I, I mean I want to have fun with it. I want to see how many cards I get because I'm I'm challenging challenging everybody to to do it. And for for ten bucks less than the price of a pizza and all, you can help an organization in your hometown wherever you are. Not a national organization unless you want to. But I really encourage you to look into the local organizations in your town that need a little help. Make a small donation and say, I'm doing it in, in, in honor of a friend's 75th birthday. Well, I think it's great. And I, and I know that so, you know, there are many people right now out there who might be experiencing financial kind of difficulties right now. But there are even ways to, to support nonprofits and not have to pay it, pay a dime. And, and I, mm -hmm. I actually do it a lot here. Um, just because I'm always trying to clean out things 
there's an organization called, I think it's called Recycle to Support or Recycle to Support, I believe is what it's called. The number two, like Recycle the number two support. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Or it could be support. It's those words. If you Google, it'll pop up. But anyway, what it is, is it's an organization that comes by and picks up things right off your porch. So there's no interaction with, with anybody. You just put the things that you're wanting to, to get rid of out on your front porch and they'll, and you doesn't, you select a, a, a pickup day and time yeah. and they'll come and pick it up uh, and take it away. And it goes to when you sign up to do this, you get to pick which organization you want the items to go toward. Oh, and oh what okay. They do, and what they do is then they take those items and they resell them at a very discounted price, obviously. And then the proceeds go to whatever organization you, you pick. They've got a list of them from which you can pick. That's and a great idea. It, I didn't really even know is. about that. It really is. So you, you don't have to reach into your wallet and you can just, and you're cleaning out your house at the same time and you put it out there and then you are actually kind of in a, in a way making a financial donation to those organizations because they get the proceeds after selling your reselling your items. Um, so there are, there are things of that, that you can look into there too. Um, if you're, if you're in a position right now where you don't feel comfortable making financial donations, you can, uh, you can, you know, get rid of things in your house, <laughs> which turns out to be a financial donation in the end. That, you know, it's a great idea. I mean, it's even when you go to the grocery store and, and you, you buy some food, pick up a few extra cans of, of, of food, non-perishables uh, and all, and hold on to them, put them in a bag and then call a local pantry and say, I've got a, I got a bag of, of non-perishable food for you. If you can swing by and pick it up, it's yours. Uh, yeah, you, you you talking, yeah, yeah, and you're right about that. And something else just popped into my mind when you were talking about grocery stores. I love it when the grocery stores do that round, do the rounding up fundraisers. I, I just think that is such a yeah, it's such an easy but brilliant idea because who doesn't want to round? My personality very much is to round up. If it's if my bill is, you know, forty three seventy eight, <laughs> I don't know whatever. You know, do you right. do you want to round it up to forty five or whatever? Do you want to round up to the next dollar? Do you want to round up to? So I I'm like sure, round it up to forty five. That just makes me feel. That's my personality too. When I'm at the gas pump, I, if it, if it, I, I tend to kind of keep pumping <laughs> like it's like a, a nice round number, nice, nice even number. <laughs> yeah. So for me at the grocery stores, I, I'm like absolutely round it up. Think about if everybody going through the grocery store that day and on every lane in every lane, right, rounds up. I mean that could be thousands every day of dollars just by rounding up. I think it's some crazy. some of the groceries too. Now as we get into the holidays, are prepackaging of uh, uh, bags. And, and when you're buying your groceries, they'll say, would you like to donate $10 or something to buy one of these pre prepackaged bags that we're going to be distributing? Um, and all there's, there's lots of ways. I think the most important thing that Vaughn and I want to share with, with you, our audience, is that whatever avenue you choose, please have it in your heart at this holiday time, this very difficult holiday time that we're, we're getting ready to enter, to, to do something for other people in in some way, uh, to look at nonprofit organizations and 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 actively get involved. That's our message for you. And uh, absolutely. And, and I hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope we've given you a little bit of information. Bottom line: Google is your best friend, or call your local organizations and say, "I can either 
donate a little bit of my time or maybe a donate a little bit of my money and what do I have to do? But but be proactive in, in, in doing it. Absolutely. And, and that'll do it. Again, we will be with you again next Friday, but the week, a, the week after that, it'll be on Wednesdays. So go out, make it a good one. Thanks for dropping into something to, to talk about. Have and a we'll great day. And we'll see you again next week. Have a great day, everybody. See ya.